Filmmaker Michael Moore's latest documentary premiered this month. It's a follow-up to his film Fahrenheit 9-11, and this time he's focusing on the U.S. in the aftermath of the 2016 election. The film is called Fahrenheit 11-9, a confusing title that's not the film's only issue, as film critic Corey Hall says. Well, it's kind of a confusing film in that there are multiple <laughs> multiple targets. Usually he, he picks a subject like healthcare uh, or or gun crime. This one is kind of uh, all of the various ills of society uh, today, and he traces it back to the election of Donald Trump. Um, but yeah, the, the movie is overstuffed with, you've got voter disenfranchisement, you've got the rise of female candidates, you've got uh, the Parkland shooting protests, the, the David Hogg and those kids. Uh, so there's all he's got a lot of different uh, topics that he's trying to cover in one thing, but yeah. Yeah, and often uh, I leave his films feeling uh, a bit cynical about things. That he says this film is a is a story of hope. Partially it is. Uh, partially it's also very cynical. Um, the segment of the film that's about Flint and the water crisis in Flint, and specifically the failure of the government to respond appropriately, and even sometimes make the case worse, make the situation worse, and then try to cover it up. Uh, he puts the blame directly on on Rick Snyder, uh, and is pretty authoritative with it. But he also has Dr. Mona Atisha, uh, who was the pediatrician who detected that the levels of lead were higher in children in Flint's blood uh, and was really the champion of this of this story coming forward and has been a real hero in, in promoting proper health care practices, you know, public health and and just being an advocate for the children of Flint. Um, she comes across really strongly um, she was there in Flint with Michael Moore when I saw the film at, at the screening there, um, the premiere. And she's a wonderful advocate for uh, the community, for the kids, uh, and for just holding government accountable. So that part of it is very hopeful. And the the rise of uh, advocacy uh, from people who didn't think they were going to be in a position to be advocates uh, is an exciting thing. And But Michael Moore himself seems to want to kind of temper that enthusiasm. He he can't get himself to be fully hopeful. Um, he's got a little bit of an edge in this movie. It's not as... There's some stunts. In the trailer, you see that he takes a, a tanker full of water from Flint and hoses down Rick Snyder's uh, driveway and his garden. So there's some stunts, but it's not as jokey as some of his earlier movies. There's a real moral authority and a real outrage in the movie. Uh, that comes through. And uh, even when people are trying to be sort of like, hey, we can do it. We can pull together. Michael Moore's like, no. <laughs> so uh, he's got a cynical edge in this movie, I think. He says that this film is his attempt to halt the Trump presidency. Uh, not much has done that. Not much has tempered uh, enthusiasm of people who support the president. Will this film do anything in the light? It's hard to see how this will reach outside of the people that are already opposed to Trump. Um, and that's who Michael Moore's been trying to. He did a Broadway show called Michael Moore in Trump Country. He's been trying to sort of reach out to conservatives. I don't know if this is the format that's going to work. Uh, I, I could see from Michael Moore's perspective, having been ahead of the game on so many issues, on health care, on, uh, you know, he made Bowling for Columbine over almost 15 years ago. And he's still got a big section of this movie devoted to the Parkland uh, survivors and, and their cause. And so I think he, he's feeling a little bit frustrated that he's continually been 
leading the way on these issues and people are still trying to catch up. So um, that it leaves him in a tough position where he's got to be hopeful and also critiquing and incendiary. Uh, I think he leans a little bit more on the incendiary side. So let's talk about another film uh, that had a, a very Detroit uh, connection, Detroit-centric connection that came out. Uh, I want to get your take on how how disappointingly White Boy Rick premiered at the box office this weekend. It, it did not do very well, and it didn't do very well with critics. Um, and, and I wonder, it that story was huge here. Uh, it's still huge here in the in the Rick Worshi languishing in jail for a long time. It got a lot of media coverage here, but I don't know if it was a national story. And I think that really hurt it. I think that it just didn't click with viewers. And we're also in a weird summer hangover where we've got movies like Crazy Rich Asians, which is kind of an escapist entertainment that's really still drawing in people. Um, but that, a movie like that just kind of disappeared under the crack. That was film critic Corey Hall. You can read his full review of Michael Moore's latest documentary, Fahrenheit 11.9, in this week's Metro Times. You're listening to Culture Shift here on 101.9 WDET.